get to the money. Welcome to another episode of Drinking After Dark, a podcast where we discuss random topics while having a few drinks. As always, drinks res- drink responsibly. I'm your host, Darius, and tonight I have a very special guest with me, Ms. Caprice London. How- how's it going? Hey, everything's going good. How are you doing today? I am great. That's I'm good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I can't complain. It's Saturday, money-making day for stylist like myself um getting it in and it's a good way to end the night drinking right right let the people know what you've been drinking on i've been drinking some frozen mango margaritas uh i just left la plaza it's a nice little spot on riverside drive very authentic dishes and the environment is nice it's a cool vibe um, ending it at home safely, <laughs> as always. Painting this podcast with you. What are we talking about tonight? Uh, different things. Whatever Let's pops go. in my head, that's how we do. And as always, people, I'm drinking that Crown Vanilla and Dr Pepper Cream Soda. If you haven't tried it, you need to go try it. I approve of it. So, Caprice, tell the people, man, a little bit about yourself and some of the things that you have going on right now. So again, like you stated, my name is Caprice London, born and raised in Clarksville. Um, haven't lived anywhere. I, I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse, but I'm gonna. Um, I'm licensed uh, cosmetologist. Is my that's my bread and butter. I'm a, a hairstylist. I've been doing hair legally since 2005. Um, I own a salon. Um. I'm working inside of a salon suite, but I own Classic Crown Salon, and um, I also am a, the co, I guess, co-curator of uh, Retail Therapy, and we um, we have like a vendor expo where we uh, cater to minority small black businesses who don't have a brick and mortar, give them a place to um, set up shop and, and make money, and the ultimate goal is to create a black wall street for our community that's what's up and i also like the uh legally part you put in there i caught that absolutely uh let's not get it twisted now your girl been doing hair since the sixth grade but legally (laughs) since 2005 (laughs) and how how did you first off how did you get into doing hair and then what made you start uh i know you started the uh, retail therapy pop-up shop um with uh with the cousin of mine, Ebony yeah. Parker. So yeah. how how did all of that come about? First off, how you get into doing hair and then uh doing the retail therapy pop up shop. Wow, that story is so interesting. So it should have been it, it's kind of doing hair is really in my DNA, but I was like running from that calling just about well in sixth grade, um my uh English teacher, she had us do an assignment, like a how to paper. Everybody in the class was doing how to make Kool-Aid. Easy cop-out. Me, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do how to do hair. I mean, how to do a French braid. So me not thinking this little, um, this young white lady knew how to braid. I thought I was just going to shoot one past her and it'd be cool. Okay, no, it didn't work for me. Couldn't find out the lady knew exactly how to braid. So I was like, oh, well, let me switch my paper. I'm going to do how to make Kool-Aid like everybody else. <laughs> she was like, no, <laughs> you know, you committed to it. You got to do it. So I literally had to, I went and I got my neighbor, my neighbor's uh, hair book, a cosmetology book. because She was in cosmetology school. So, you know, I jotted down real quick, had a French braid. All right, cool. I handed the paper back in. Well, the next day we had to take papers and swap it with our neighbor. 
And so I literally had to teach my neighbor how to French braid. Well, I didn't even I didn't even know how to French braid myself. Teach me how to French braid, then go back and train somebody else them how to French braid. And the mannequin that we had to train on, the hair was only three inches long. But when I say that was like the beginning, that just opened a whole door for me. So not only did I learn how to braid, I was able to teach the next person how to braid. And it was a wrap. Like after that, I'm in sixth grade making money on the front porch, braiding up the whole hood's hair. You know what I'm saying? I'm making money get into the dance at the school or the dance, you know what I'm saying, in the community, at the community spot. And literally, it just took off from there. And even now, like, to this day, that same situation has taught me so much. Like, people preparing them for the state board and just giving, like, even with my little kids, like, I, I have clients that I've been doing since they were in kindergarten, and now some of them are in college. And I like to teach my seniors that are going from a senior in high school to a freshman in college at least great because, let's be honest, like, the students don't give them the money that they need to suffice in life as far as, like, having food in their stomachs or a full tank of gas. Like, now they that little side hustle where they can braid up some hair to make an extra coin on the side it goes a long way. It, it builds a relationship as well. So I I really thank that sixth grade teacher who who put that fire up under me. That's and what's up. I actually met Ebony while I was in beauty school learning uh to legally do this thing. <laughs> and that whole relationship took off too. And right before the pandemic happened, it, the idea of doing doing this pop-up and it was like 20 of us in a group chat and people quit talking and it ended up just being me and Ebony and I was like come on Ebony let's go and here we are two years later retail therapy that's what's up that's what's up uh when is your next retail therapy pop-up shop retail therapy will be hosting a pop-up on August 14th it's called uh paint wine and socialize and having up to about four to five exclusive VIP vendors who um, come with their merchandise on hand um, as well as uh, local artist Drago Jones who will be uh, showcasing his artwork as well as instructing the paint and sip. Um, we have a local DJ, DJ Brock, the best DJ, go DJ, that's my DJ. Okay, he plays the best of the best music, it's never downtime. I Love the vibe. He is there to secure the vibe. Uh, we have Candy's Creep Up Cocktails, who will have you learning a whole nother language after the third drink. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> the drinks are always on point. She never fails. And the whole the whole atmosphere is, is something to embrace. Like, you don't have to go all the way to Nashville to have a good time. You can stop right there. Retail therapy pop-up shop. Um, it'll be at 110 Red River Street. The time is from 6 to 12 on August 14th. Come. Tickets are sold on Eventbrite. It's free admission at the door, but if you would love to paint and sip with us, get those tickets at Eventbrite. Yeah, we got to go out there, support these ladies, and support uh, these minority-owned businesses, man. You know, everybody's trying to make it, so Let's go out there and support them. Uh, let them know where they can find you at. Find the Retail Therapy Pop-Up Shop and also find you. Retail Therapy Pop-Up Shop advertisement on Facebook. You can definitely, when you log on to Facebook, uh, go to your search, look up Retail Therapy Pop-Up Shop or Retail Therapy Place. It's something you can also find us. And we like to um, that have um, supported us in the past. We have, we have a um, vendors who've been rocking with us since day one at the end of 2019 beginning of 2020 um, and anything local going on in our community we have a, a support from Manifest Magic which I'm also a member of that group community work um, anything to help grow Clark Clarksville but black Clarksville like it's plenty of us here you know, um, 
please don't get me started. But <laughs> I don't know about growing our community, man. Like every now is a go to spot, but we we're limited and because the word segregation pops up and I don't really care too much. I just feel like it's a community supporting people who look right. And that's what I'm here for. So y'all go check out check out the Facebook page, man, if y'all want more information. And also y'all could check out Drinking After Dark podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. You can listen to this uh episode on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. So, you know, support. Go on support, man. We're gonna we're gonna do big things. You know, everything is coming. Uh we're we're working our way to the top. So just go and support the both of us. Absolutely. Man, so first off, this is the first, you are the first woman to ever appear on the podcast. Okay, so I'm honored. You know, it's I'm yeah, I mean when I started this podcast, um actually had the the idea a couple of years ago to do it and I had um a vision for it. You know, I was gonna have two co hosts and things like that. You know, it was gonna make the most ignorant show I possibly can. Uh didn't really work out, and you know, I still had the idea in my back pocket. And then earlier this year, I was like, All right, I'm just gonna go ahead and do it. Uh, shout out to my boy Marcus, who who was basically my first guest, and he was the one of the first people I actually told about this podcast mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. My idea, so and you know, come up to this point and what I have coming in the future, you know, I couldn't ask for anything else, so. Um, you know, it's, it's something that I know is going, is going to continue to grow. Um, I got some amazing people coming on. Uh, I can't tell you who they are. I can't tell you who they are, but I have more amazing people coming on and Caprice, I just want to say thank you for coming on to the podcast. The very first woman, uh, you weren't, you weren't scared. No, You uh, reached out, you reached out to me. And thank you. Um, thank so. you. I did be here. Thank you for giving me the platform to say my piece. And prayerfully, I come on here with an agenda, but we drinking after dark, so let's. <laughs> so let me ask you a question: What type of music do you like to listen to? Well, in the salon, I um tend to put on like some. So, like I, I listen to a lot of Pandora. Uh, it's kind of like a. Thing. So in the beginning of the day, of course, I would start it off with a uh, I need some type of inspiration, motivation type thing. By about nine, ten o'clock, I'm on uh, Luther Vandross radio. You know, when I it's on my Pandora list, and so mm. it plays like a lot of old school, uh, some neo soul, and then eventually I go over to the modern neo soul. When I say neo soul, that's like your um. Anthony Hamilton, Marsha Ambrosia, uh, yeah, Chloe and Haley, you know stuff like that. Uh, yeah, uh, Heather Headley, you know all of those type of people. Right. But, um, depends on how late I stay in the shop. Then we might have to roll over to like some Rod Wave radio, and the Rod Wave he gonna play his music, little baby, the baby, baby, <laughs> all of those people. And then by that hour, I need somebody cussing at me to get through the day. You type thing like, <laughs> I need to hear the trap music. Right, right. I hear that. I definitely hear that. <laughs> well, the reason I ask because I don't know if you listen to nineties R and B. Oh yeah. So, I want to do this thing with you. All right. I actually found this online. It's a. I don't know if you know anything much about college basketball, but they have like a. Um, I know you heard of March Madness, right? Yes, I've heard of March Madness. So they have what they call the Sweet Six, Sweet Sixteen. So okay. that's the final sixteen teams left in the tournament, right? So I found this bracket. It's called the '90s Male R&B Groups Sweet Sixteen. So it's the okay. top sixteen male R&B groups, and they put them in the bracket. Okay. So I want to go over this bracket with you and get your opinion. We're gonna go down the list. Uh, starting off with Boys to Men versus New Edition. Who do you got? Boys to Men. 
All right, so that's just easy boys to men. Yeah. All right. Mint condition versus high five. I'm gonna go with mint condition. All right. Silk versus H Town. Come on now. Then oh I'm gonna go with silk because I had wow. I, over I, I, I know over H Town. Okay, okay, let's break this down more. We have freak me versus knocking the boots. Which one are you taking? Uh, uh, oh. Okay, so I'm gonna have to do knocking the boots because I actually had. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, <laughs> we we. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go with H Town for that one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now this one is kind of weird. Black Street versus Guy. Now the only reason I say it's weird because they both Teddy Riley groups. That's what I'm so saying. They this how it's all set up. So they put Black Street versus Guy. So which one are you taking? Take Black Street though. All right, you taking Black Street. I'm taking Black Street. I'm I'm pretty much I'm taking Guy. I don't care. I I'll go back to listen to Guy <laughs> before I listen to Black Street. I had a Black Street take too. So I listen. I can remember pulling the paper out and unfolding it, and it was a big old poster inside the kiss. I'm going with Black Street. No, well, you know that's your preference. I guess I don't judge. <laughs> you know, I'm listen. I listen to it all, so I don't really have a, a favorite, but this list is going to get interesting because now we're going to the other side of the bracket. All right. I might slur my words because I'm, I'm a little drunk, but we're going to get through this. You're in good company. You're in good company. All right. Now, this one I looked at. To me, this was tough for me because I don't know who I'm going to choose, so I'm going to ask you. Jodeci versus Tony, Tony, Tony. What do you mean? Jodeci. Yeah, see, see, Jodeci is a bigger name. I get it. But the reason I say it's tough because Tony, Tony, Tony also has classic hits. Yes, but then there's Jodeci. I mean, you can say Jodeci, but you have to check and respect Kate. Are you kidding me? Okay, so we're going to, okay, yeah, you're right. I ain't going to lie. You're right. I mean, I had Jodeci anyway, but it was kind of tough because, you know, anniversary. Uh, I get that. I, I get anniversary. Yeah, you know, that was kind of tough, but I, I'm with you, though. I'm with you. I'm not going to argue. Uh, this one's, I don't know, 112 versus after seven. Oh, 112. Peaches and. Man, that's, that's about it. Uh, <laughs> Drew Hill versus Bill Biv DeVoe. Okay. I'm going to say Bill Biv DeVoe, but I want to give Drew because they still out here doing it. Like, I mean, they still out here barbecue fest and soul fest. Like, they still out here in these streets. What? Bill Biv DeVoe. <laughs> what? B- BBD only got two songs. Put some respect on it. They only got two songs. If it That's all I, Bill, I, I It would not be no Drew Hill. Put some. No, 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 no. I mean, listen. If you ask me, uh, Bill. All right, BBD has the probably the biggest single out of all these groups. Period. That's it. We're talking about over time. If you go to a BBD show, they can only do two songs. And guess max. what? Don't sing their song. They ain't never got to pick up the mic. Okay. You win. Hill still better come with a song and dance. They still got to do a lot. They'll be able to vote and earn their respect off of two. 
Okay. <laughs> All right, next. Jagged Edge versus Knicks. Jagged Edge. Yeah, you don't get no argument for me. Period. <laughs> All right, now we're going to go back to the uh, the other side. We have Boys to Men versus Men Condition. Boys to Men. All right. And we have H-Town versus Blackstreet. Mm. Yeah, you're thinking about this one, huh? Yeah. I, I already know who I'm picking. This ain't no competition to me. You finna holler H-Town, but... Oh, uh, yeah. Blackstreet, though. It's something... It can say it is... And they're posters. Shit. It's the Shit. Shit. Listen, <laughs> you tell me this. Ace Town had probably one of the better lead singers out of all these groups. You will put up Ace Town song on a mix CD before you put a Black Street song on a mix CD. Yeah. Okay. Ace Town. H-Town. I'm a little heavy. All right. Now we're going back to the other side. We have Jodeci versus 112. This is pretty much easy. I already know what you're going to say. I don't know, though. There's Casey. Casey is holding it down. But then there's... Yeah. Okay. Jodeci. I mean, come on now. You you mean to tell me that you have to think about Jodeci versus 112? 112 gave me a lot more to work with. You know, Jodeci, I was still a baby. I was still a baby singing songs. I, a, I ain't had no business. But 112? I was doing the same thing. <laughs> 112, I, I almost could relate. <laughs> could relate? I, I, I mean, they was on 106 and Park. They was doing numbers. Oh, so now we're going to 106 and Park because hey. they were around when that time? I mean. All right, so who you going with, Jody Seal 112? I'm with KC right there. All right. And we have BBD versus Jagged Edge. Jagged Edge. I'm going to have to go. All right. <laughs> All right, so now we're down to the final four. Boys to Men versus H-Town. Uh-huh, boys to men. All right. Boys to men is in the finals. And then we got Jodeci versus Jagged Edge. What? Oh, this is getting too. <sighs> Jagged Edge. Wow. I got two. Come on now. All right. All right. Meet me All at right. the altar. First off, I don't if know you if that's listen the to the name of the title, if you go back and listen to that song, they basically said, We ain't getting no younger, we might as well do it. Now, does that sound romantic to you? It don't, but come on now, it's at every wedding. <laughs> it wasn't at my wedding. We didn't play that bullshit at my wedding. No, we did not do that. We played Jodeci, we played the Tootsie Roll, we played Sean Paul. But we ain't play no jagged edge. Yeah, I ain't play no jagged edge. Oh hell no. <laughs> we played we played Charlie Wilson, Zap and Roger. Okay. Yeah, we didn't play no who won? Come on now. Okay. All right, but we got uh jagged edge in the finals with uh versus boys to men. So we got boys to men versus jagged edge. Who you got? Yeah. So, Boys to Men is your favorite male R&B group of the 90s? I think so. And what, what is it about Boys to Men that's like, okay, that's the group for you? I feel like I really want Boys, <laughs> boys to Men type thing. Like, Man, them, them niggas was... See, it's timeless. Them niggas was... Yeah, the music is timeless. We're not going to argue about that. A lot... A lot of these groups, their music is timeless. We're not taking that away. But, you know, I actually, it, it's kind of funny you chose Boys to Men because me and my wife, we watched, uh, it's on Netflix. It's called, I don't know, This is Pop. 
this is pop or something like that. They're talking about the pop era of the uh of like the nineties and things like that. And the first episode was talking about boys to men. Mm-hmm. So apparently boys to men was a RB pop group, pretty much. Okay. They I guess they were considered a a boy band before boy bands was popular. Mm-hmm. I guess. You know, I always looked at them as as an R&B group. Me I, too. And you know, they pretty much said, "Oh, well, they're a, a pop group because they crossed over, but they still had the respect of their black audience, but they were able to cross over and be accepted in a way." And they pretty much had like a 5-year stretch where they had a stranglehold on, you know, the Billboard charts and uh the media and the fans and everything until Backstreet Boys and Sync 98 98 Degrees came about and now pretty much you know they pretty much took over because of the target group we all know the target group was little girls right so but I I always felt I thought they were just strictly R&B but apparently the way they were pushed was like a R&B slash pop group so, but hey, what do I know? I watched <laughs> the thing last night, and I was like, okay, you know they they were a pop group, I guess. Yeah, that's interesting. And and I, it's interesting, but it's uh it's all familiar, and I'm trying to I'm trying to step off my soapbox, but it's kind of like history. We we do great things and then we get uh copied. Hey, don't worry about it. Babyface said it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I already know where you were going with the babyface already said it. Uh-huh. So it's uh it was very interesting because they even brought up uh the whole pop era of the nineties. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that like the uh Britney Spears, the uh the NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys, they had to go over to Sweden and record their songs. So all their biggest hits were recorded and produced by Swedish producers and writers. Wow. No, I didn't know that either. That shocked me. I was like, what the... That's what... So this is where they're getting these hits from. They're not getting them from American producers or writers. They're getting them from Swedish Producers and writers. That is interesting. Because they had a, uh, uh, let me see an example. Britney Spears, her first single. Was it Hit Me Baby One More Time? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Dude, they, I did not know that she recorded that song in Sweden. Not me either. So, yeah. That was in TRL days on MTV. Right. And um the other half of the uh the group Childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. Not uh Danny Glover, but the other guy. He's actually he's actually Swedish. Wow, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. So you'd be amazed like where all this great music and and stuff is coming from. It came mm-hmm. from over there. And one thing about them, they don't brag about it. No. It's kind of like a, Quiet, it's kind of like a, yeah, it's kind of like an unwritten rule. You you stay humble. Over here, we brag. You know, over there, they stay humble and things like that. And you know, it's just how they are. So, a very very interesting, and I learned a lot. Uh. They also talked about country music too. Mm-hmm. How it was a, uh, how can I say it? They hated the word pop so much. Like they would get called out by their contemporaries for like going pop in a sense. Okay. Right? Music artist? Yeah. Because it was a whole, it was a, it was a big deal when Garth Brooks first came onto the scene. He wasn't yeah. your typical country artist. You know what I mean? He was a mm-hmm. he was really an entertainer. He's still an entertainer. 
right? I don't know any of his damn music, but I know who Garth Brooks is. Achy Breaky uh, Heart? Come on, bro. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, no, nah, I don't know nobody. <laughs> Look, I thought I knew something. <laughs> yeah, that's Billy Ray Cyrus. That okay. he he did that shit. He was. It was funny. He was labeled one of the biggest one hit wonders ever mm-hmm. until the Old Town Road came out. Now you got arguably two of the biggest hits, you know, in the two different decades in a sense. So you have that. And then, of course, uh, Dolly Parton, she was trying to become more of a, you know, she was a country artist, but trying to move, trying to infuse the two genres. And I was a no. And Shania Twain brought the sex into country music. So, I mean, I didn't listen to none of that shit, though, but I watched it. What's her name? I, Carrie Underwood. I would have considered her pop Carrie Underwood and Taylor Swift. Well, Taylor Swift now. She's she's more pop. She, she, Kanye West made her ass famous. She was like, oh, I'm pop now. <laughs> yeah, I am. Sure. But, you know, I don't listen to none of that shit. I mean... There's some songs if they feature a rapper, you know, like with Nelly or Ludacris, you know, I'll probably listen to that. But some songs you get into it and just make you feel just so damn. Oh man. I mean, it's like, dude, cheer up. All in your feels. I don't like this (laughs) shit. I mean, I understand you were on your tractor by yourself, dreaming about the girl you can't have. That's one. Thing. It'll paint a picture. You gonna know about the weather. You gonna oh, know yeah. what day it was. What I was wearing. <laughs> and they paint a vivid picture. Exactly. And uh, I just like you know what? I can't get with this shit. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm gonna leave it alone. They can have it. Nothing against country music. It just ain't right. for me. You know. But sometimes they might put on the song. And I'm like. Oh, another artist. Now, you probably heard of this artist. I'm glad I've talked about this. What do you consider this? If you heard of him, what do you consider this artist? Chris Stapleton. Oh, I don't know that guy. Wow. Do you know how many black? You know how many black people know this guy? It's crazy. You trying to take my black card, Darius? Well, no, it's not take. It's a white guy, so I'm not trying to take a black card. But (laughs) you heard of his song? I know you have. What's the song? He has a song called Tennessee Whiskey. Oh, I know that song. I do know that song. And like right before the pandemic hit, uh, when uh, Tyler Perry brought his play to uh, Nashville, Mm -hmm. his farewell play, Chris Stapleton was there, and he got up and sang Tennessee Whiskey. Oh, wow. I bet that was magical. Oh, yeah. Everybody in the crowd was singing it. Everybody. Now, this guy, if you go on YouTube and you just listen to his songs, he actually did a cover to James Brown, It's a Man's World. Mm-hmm. Nobody, and you thinking nobody could do a, a, a James Brown song. He did that cover and killed it. For real? Like he he's got like this country bluesy type of sound. But they label him as a country artist, but it doesn't feel country, it feel like more blues. Blues. Yeah. And and when I say he could sing, like he <clears throat> could actually sing. That's no joke. Let me ask you a question then. Cause What's um up? when I look at Neil I look at it like black music, you know what I'm saying? Like it was it was like an R&B feel with a little bit of emotion attached to it is when I think of Neil Soul. But like, there's an artist, um, how you speak of Chris it's a guy named Daly, and he has a song with Marsha and Rosa called um, Alone Together. And like, I'm listening to the song, and it's beautiful, you know what I'm saying? But then when I look at the video, I'm looking at this British white guy, and in my head, I pictured this older mm-hmm black man you know what I'm saying right. so it's like now I'm looking at Neil 
reflection of the light. Like it's not about a color. Like you can't put a color on this music. You just put an emotion or like a, a feeling towards it. So question to you is like, what do you think the difference is between country and blues? Uh, just the sound. That's all it yeah. is. That's it boils down just to the to the music that they're playing. But when they're singing, you can tell they're coming from a place, you know, deep from their soul. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you got a lot of artists out there who don't sing from their soul. You know, oh. that's why, you know, sometimes like like I said, Chris Stapleton, when he sings, people they their ears perk up because he's singing like straight from the soul. Right. Right. So and and he has a whole lot of covers. I mean, blacks, whites, Hispanics, Asians, all covering his songs. Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of times, you know, when it comes to music, you probably don't even care what they race are. As I long swear. as because <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you. I didn't even know when you go to a black cookout, they've been playing Bobby Caldwell. And a lot of people don't know who Bobby Caldwell is unless you hear a song, you'd be like, Really? Yeah. That's him? <laughs> like, I thought the whole time I never seen a video. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I was probably a, a couple years ago I seen a video. I was like, wow. So the whole time I've been at my family's barbecues and cookouts and things like that, they played this song. All of a sudden, I found out, oh, it's this white guy. Yeah. No idea. But it doesn't matter, though, because you like the song so much. Exactly. I don't care. If the song is great, I love it. Mm-hmm. Me and my wife's favorite song, me and my wife's favorite song from the 90s is John B. They don't know. Yeah. And it's, it's like you almost give them people like that. A- hey, come on now. Robin Thicke Jr. or whatever. Uh, well, yeah. I, I got something to say about Robin Thicke. He didn't, you know, piss me the hell off. You you cheat on the fine ass woman you had, and you try to go on black TV, BET, and did a, a performance apologizing to her and get you nowhere. How yeah, bad did I think you mess that album up? Went wood. He did a whole interview. I mean, he did a whole CD trying to apologize to Paula, but she had already she was over over it by then. I, think, I don't like, get that. He so like. And I flick think he bought all five of them. I don't get that shit. Like, I don't understand why a dude who has a beautiful woman and they still be cheating on him. And here's the problem the woman that they cheated on him with don't even look better than the one they got. Crazy. Or don't or they don't even have the uh more money than than any they got. I understand if Robin Thick cheated on Paula Patton with Oprah. I understand that. <laughs> Oprah is a billionaire. You cannot yeah. get mad because he upgraded. But you know, we don't know who who who's the mystery woman. I don't know right. who it is, but he did it. And Paula Patton, one of the most beautiful women in the world. What was wrong? I think Paula had her little final breaking point when um, I think the tabloids had got a hold of that picture. He was taking a picture. I mean, not a celebrity, but a fan. And he grabbed her butt. And if you like, you know, from the front, you couldn't see nothing. But I guess he forgot behind him. And it wasn't like a a grab the butt from the top of the, you know what I'm saying, from, from the top of her waist. It was like he was all up under the girl's skirt grabbing butt. But I'm like, come on. Right. Like the disrespect was at an all time. Right, hold on, hold on. We got Oh, we got Ebony on. Hey, Ebony, turn your music down. Hey, Ebony, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. I had to come outside. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we got about 10 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, we got about uh, 10 minutes left for the uh, other podcast, Ebony. Okay, I'm sorry. Nah, you good. Go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Let people know what uh, what you got going on and what you're drinking on tonight. Okay, well, I'm drinking some Stella Rosa. I had some black earlier. Now I'm on some pineapple. <laughs> okay, Stella Rosa. 
<laughs> what um what am I? Yeah. Question. I'm sorry. What what's some of the stuff that you got going on? What do you do and uh, what's some of the stuff that you have going on? Okay. Well, I'm a part of um the retail therapy partnership, um where we do um we do pop up shops, but we also um have entered into doing um different events. Um, different different kind of events. In fact, we're kind of open to, to just about anything right about now. We're doing patent sips and um, I mean, the, the you know, possibilities is endless. That's what's up. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm on my third cup of this Crown Vanilla and Dr. Pepper Cream Soda. So uh, if I start to slur my words, I'm drunk. Okay. So... <laughs> But yeah, me and Caprice, we've been here, we've been uh talking and things like that. You know, um she's been telling me about the retail therapy pop up shop that y'all have coming up uh on the fourteenth. And yes. uh things like that. Uh do you wanna add any more information uh, about it or you know something special, anything like that? Um, I'm sure she probably covered everything. because um, we uh we pretty much do everything um side by side. So I'm sure that she pretty much covered everything. Yeah, she she pretty much covered it. I can't even lie. She she covered it from top to bottom and and everything like that. Uh also too, I told everybody to uh go follow the Facebook page and uh and stuff like that. Go out support. You know, we're trying to we, we we're gonna make these things uh, you know, real big especially in the city. So I know there's a lot of them out there, but we're going to make this one the biggest. Well, I'm, I, I, I'm sure we appreciate that. Yeah. 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 Hey man, I'm always shooting for the stars. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really don't care. I'm, I'm going to be like Superman and fly out this bitch. I'm going to go <laughs> up to the stars. <laughs> I might go to a whole nother galaxy. I'm gonna go where Superman oh, came here from. Here we go on another yeah. <laughs> That's where I'm going. It's all, it's all right. It's all right. That's why I'm. That's why I'm taking this podcast too. I'm. I'm taking this all the way to the top. And I'll be dog on it. Darius, let's go. Oh, that, that's too far for me. <laughs> oh, uh, right now. oh, don't don't put no limits on it now. <laughs> I'll, listen. When they say uh, women from Venus and men are from Mars, yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's foreign territory. I don't want to mess with that. I'm trying to go. Uh, I'm I'm trying to go to Mars too. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm trying to go over there too. I well, you conquer, know, I, I need to conquer everywhere. Well, you're gonna have to meet me halfway. <laughs> well, all right. We also uh, talked about since we got about uh, seven minutes left. Uh, we talked about the uh, best '90s male R&B groups out there. Um, I found this uh, bracket of the top 16 male R&B groups. And uh, we kind of narrowed it down to one. And uh, Caprice chose Boys to Men as the best male R&B group of the 90s. Do you agree with that? Um, I mean, I, I get out. Oh, well, yeah, probably so. Probably so. Don't nobody got as many hits as them. So, yeah. So, I'm going to uh, run down the list. I'm not going to go through how we broke it down, but I'm just going to name all the groups that was on this list, and you just tell me if the uh, if Boys to Men is the best. So, okay, of course, ahead. we had uh, Boys to Men, we had New Edition, Mint Condition, High Five, Silk, H Town, Black Street, Guy, Jodeci, Tony, 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 112, After Seven. Oh, no, 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 no. I want to change already. I want to. Okay. Okay, who you got? I'm going to Black Street. I love y'all. Who is that you broke up? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who you who you say? Black oh. Street. Black Street? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. so. I love them. All right, so the rest of the list is 112, After 7, Drew Hill, BBD, Jagged Edge, and X. Oh, Jagged Edge, my heart. I don't know. I don't know now. So that's how we, but we chose boys to men. I, I probably needed them choices first. <laughs> All right, so I actually I'm gonna go ahead and run through this with you real quick. We got about uh about six minutes left. This ain't gonna take long. Uh, who you got between boys to men and new edition? Uh, 
Um, boys, man. All right. Mint condition and high five. Mm, Mint condition. Silk versus H Town. Mm, I'm a. Uh, y'all, y'all, y'all just want to take silk. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Black Street versus God. You pretty much got Black Street. Black right? Street. You already know. <laughs> okay. So we got Joe C versus Tony, Tony, Tony. Oh, uh, I'm going to go with Tony, Tony, Tony. See, somebody at least agree with me. What? Caprice wanted to choose freaking. She want to choose Joe C and crap. Okay, I love these songs, but. But uh, Taco Meat Out from 1990. Stop playing with them. <laughs> so we got 112 versus After Seven. Mm, 112. Drew Hill versus BBD. BBD. Jagged Edge versus Nets. Jagged Edge. All right. Now we got Boys to Men versus Men Condition. Um. Um, boys to men. All right, Silk versus Black Street. Oh no, you playing now? Um, Black Street. Black. All right, you got Black Street. Okay, that's nice. Uh, what's that? Tony, what's it? Uh, Tony, Tony, Tony versus uh one twelve. Ah, 112. All right, 112. And we have uh, BBD versus Jagged Edge. Hi, Jagged Edge. All right, now we're down to the final four. Um, Boys and Men versus Blackstreet. Blackstreet. And we have 112 versus Jagged Edge. Uh, 112. Oh, wow. 112 over Jagged Edge? Oh, yeah, I I, I think... No, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I might have been uh, disrupted. Uh, hold on. Yeah, I'm going with Jagged Edge on that one. I take All it right. So now we're down to the final two. Black Street mm-hmm. versus Jagged Edge. Who you got? Uh, mm, Jag, uh No, no. Black Street. I take it. All right. So we have two different opinions. Caprice chose Boys to Men and Ebony chose Black Street. Uh, okay. <laughs> Honestly, see, Black I don't... Street was my second runner up, though, because it all comes down to that cassette and that pulling that poster out of that cassette and knowing A side and B side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I don't give a damn what y'all say. Black Street ain't better than Guy. No, I, I think I think you're alone on that one. They ain't better than God. Long I'm Ranger. sticking to it. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> and, I, and I went to that concert. So I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Uh-oh. I don't care where you went. It's still <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, I just told Caprice that, you know, she was the first uh, woman to come on the podcast. You two are the first women that came on the podcast. I appreciate it. Uh you know, like I told her, you know, this podcast is doing big things. We got uh, a lot of uh, things coming right now. So with a couple minutes left, uh, we're going to end the show. So we're going to start off with uh, Caprice. Uh, just if you have any last words. And Ebony, if you have any last words, uh, you know, you can have, the, you can have it. Well, um, I want to thank you for allowing us to be the first females on your podcast, and I wish you all the success in the world. Um, continue to put Clarksville on the map. Uh, Darius, you're doing great things within our community, so shout out to you. Thank you for allowing us this platform to um, promote retail therapy. Um, like I said, retail therapy is just a small nugget in creating this black Wall Street so that we can continue to um, so that we can um, rotate the black dollar within our community. You know, I just was looking at a documentary called Out of Darkness and it stated how the black dollar only rotates uh, zero to one times within the black community, whereas 
the Jewish community, the black, um, the Jewish dollar rotates up to 19 times before it leaves the community. And I really want us to get back to that Wall Street field where we recognize our own black excellence, um, the talents and the success and the skills that we have within our own community. Like we can source ourselves. I don't like to use the words uh, segregate, but, um, more so aggregation and just knowing our own. And that's something me and Ebony trying to remind our community what we have, you know, and retail therapy is just that platform that we would like to have so that other, other small businesses and people, uh, minority business owners can have a platform to grow. And again, you know, thank you for allowing us to be on your show and to be a part of it, to get our agenda across. The conversation was everything. I feel like I'm rambling, but that's that that's that drinking after dark. You feel that's me? that's what's up. <laughs> Ebony, you got any last words? Okay, so I wanna say um shout out to my little cousin. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm glad that he is supporting me, but I also wanna, you know what I'm saying, pour into you too. So I'm I just wanna say that I'm proud of you. Um, uh, you actually inspired me. You already know I came to you for marketing advice and things like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I already, I already see great things coming for you. Um, as far as, um, the black dollar, we, we came up with this idea, um, just looking at our community and just realizing that, um, we needed a platform, a platform that belonged to us. And um, I think that, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's time, it's, it's been past time that we take of um, our, you know what I'm saying, our economy in our uh, community. Right. So I just want to say, you know what I'm saying, somebody who is making an effort, um, you know what I'm saying, it's all appreciated. Um, we are. Right. And uh, tell the people where they can find you at. Uh, so they they know uh, what social media page they could follow you and get the updates on your pop up shops and everything. I mean, retail shop um, in the marketplace, and you can market your um, you know saying your services and your products there um, freely. We um we, we open that space up to any minority. And we want you to use it so that you'll be able to spread the word. Cool. And also follow Drinking After Dark Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. Caprice, Ebony, thank you for coming on. People, we out. <laughs> All right. Gotta get to the money. Gotta get to the money. Uh-huh. Early morning so you know that I'm on Get to the money, get to the money, uh-huh.